Hey friend, have you ever fallen and can't get up? I just couldn't resist the urge to reference that iconic commercial. But seriously, have you ever failed and needed a hand to get out of that hole? I blew it again. And I'm supposed to be the one teaching others how to manage their time well? This was not a stellar moment for me, for sure. Because recently, I was double booked and overlooked some important things, embarrassingly so. But don't shed a tear for me. I didn't stay in the slip up. Instead, I used it as an opportunity to get up and make my time management even more intentional and settle the great digital versus paper planner debate once and for all. So if you thought you had a time management coach who has it all figured out, you can go ahead and skip to the next episode. But if you're wanting one who's humble herself and admits she still struggles sometimes too, then lean in and let's learn from our mistakes together. On this episode, I'm passing on some lessons I learned because if you're like me, you might need this too. Let's dive in. Hey, busy girl. Welcome to the Redeem Her Time podcast. Do you wish you were able to actually follow through on intentions and know where God wants you to focus? Do you find yourself looking up daily routines, time management, or life balance? Do you try to stick to your priorities, but find yourself overwhelmed and overcommitted because you said yes yet again? That's not the life he intends for you. Hey, I'm Lissa, Christian time management coach, priorities protector, and recovering to-do list girl. And I get it. I filled my plate with all the things and felt stretched too thin and only half present. I wanted to say no without the guilt so I could be available for what mattered most. But I felt like I didn't have enough time, energy, or self-discipline to make it all happen. Then, God led me to manage my time with faith as a foundation. On this podcast, you'll discover how to know what He's called you to, make the best use of your time, and overcome distractions so you can be more present and lovingly say no. It's time to give your best time and attention to what matters in this season and in light of eternity. Grab something to sip and open up your heart and calendar. I'm about to show you how to redeem your time with God at the center of it all. You ready? Okay, you're still here. Good. That means you're looking for authenticity from those you learn from. Me too. So often... We put others on a pedestal, especially those who seem to have what we don't all have all figured out and make it look so easy. And then they fall and we realize they're just human after all. That's why it's so important to have real conversations around our lives, like the ones we have inside the Redeem Her Time community. That's where we talk more after and between the episodes about the light that God's truth shines on our calendars and in our hearts. We're not there to get it all done perfectly. We're there to keep growing progressively. We're not there to judge or point fingers. We're there to say, I do that too. We're not there to say, you shoulda, coulda, woulda. We're there to say, what will you do next? It makes me think of a familiar passage we've talked about on the podcast before. Ecclesiastes 4 verses 9 through 10, which says, two are better than one because they have a good return for their toil. For if they fall, one will lift his fellow. But woe to him who is alone when he falls and has not another to lift him up. That's what we're building inside the Redeemer Time community. Because let's be honest, not everyone around us in our everyday worlds 
has the same intention and dedication to using their time well in light of eternity, right? Which is why I love verse 12 of that passage, which reminds us that though a man might prevail against one who is alone, anyone feel like you're fighting alone against the world around you, the hustle-hurry culture, the mainstream media, not to mention the enemy of our souls? But two will withstand him. We're better together. But get this, it gets even better. A three-fold cord is not quickly broken. Remembering back to our wedding ceremony when this was read, God is a third strand that turns two into even way more than they could ever be together on their own. That's what makes our community different. We're diving into his truth for the tips and tools that we need to make the best use of our time in this season. We make faith not just a piece of it, but the framework upon which it all sits. So if that's what you desire, get around others who are desiring it too. And guess what? We've got a free five-day challenge coming up. So I thought you might want to jump in. It's the Let's Ruthlessly Eliminate Hurry Challenge, and it's kicking off May 15th. Yes, right in the middle of all the graduations and end-of-year programs, and right before all the weddings and vacations and kids and grandkids out of school. Because when life is busy is exactly when you need to be ruthless about eliminating the hurry. And what's even better is you can do the challenge on your time. Each day, there's going to be a short devotional to read and a post in the group to comment on to share your to be and to do. You choose when you read and you choose when you post. And one lucky participant will be drawn to get your own copy of the book, The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry by John Mark Comer. So that way you can dive into this much needed message even deeper. All you need to do to be part of the free challenge is to join the free group. So you can head on over to redeemhertime.com forward slash community and come find us. Just note, we're off social where you won't have to fight for your life to get out each time. Now, yes, May 15th technically gives you two weeks to join us, but I recommend just doing it now while it's top of mind because you know how things can get when life gets busy and you get distracted, right? Speaking of life getting busy and us getting distracted, that's exactly what happened to me a few weeks ago. To be honest, the weeks leading up to what happened felt like a whirlwind. First, there was a trip to Florida for my hubby and son's let me pay money to experience as much pain as possible team event. <laughs> then home for a few days before leaving for Central Asia to serve those living and working there where I also led a full day of training for local women. Then home for a few days, which included leading a local full day women's event. Then leaving again to go visit two of our kids to help them with some new changes and also just hang out. I had a lot on my calendar and my mind. But here's the thing. I did have a good plan because that's what I teach. You see, at the beginning of January, I knew I had a lot coming up. So I looked at my top focuses laid out a 12-week plan, and then consistently followed through each week and completed those projects. By the way, if consistently seeing something to completion sounds foreign to you, you'll definitely want to get on the wait list for the next group coaching program coming soon. I'll drop that link in the show notes for you so you can check off that box. Anyway, January through March was intentional and purposeful. So of course, I did that again at the end of March, heading into a new season in both my personal and business life. The problem was I had a gaping hole I could not see. At least 
I didn't see it until it was too late and I had already fallen in. So you might be wondering, what was your epic fail, Lissa? Let me start with where I found myself and then we'll back up and look at what led me there. And hopefully you can learn from my mistakes and not make them yourself. Sound good? Here's it is. I double booked two different meetings on top of other appointments, thinking I was open when I wasn't. And one had already been rescheduled due to an earlier oversight. (laughs) So I had to humbly ask those people to reschedule yet again. And I overlooked something pretty significant, an entire podcast episode. Again, it wasn't that I didn't have a plan. In my head, I thought I followed the plan, but I didn't and then wondered why it wasn't showing up in my feed, because I never posted it. So what was the problem in both of those situations, which just happened to fall within a few days of each other? I was trying to keep too much in my head, and my to-dos were scattered across too many places. You see, I thought I was doing a great job at remembering, but I wasn't, and I was too busy to notice till it was too late. Now, neither was such an epic fail that I couldn't recover, but both definitely left me scrambling at the last minute to rectify the situation and get things back in order because it not only affected me and my time, it affected others and their time too. But you know me, I'm not going to waste an opportunity to learn and grow. So I took this as a sign I needed to slow down, to push pause, to look at what I was doing or not doing to make sure it didn't happen again or at least not very often, because it was frustrating and embarrassing. Honestly, it also gave me a renewed compassion for those of you whose lives feel like this every day, because you don't have a clear focus, a laid out plan, and a rhythm of checking in with where your time is going. May I encourage you to take good notes and start applying what we talk about here on the podcast to your life to change that? Better yet, grab a schedule shaping strategy session. So if you know me well, you know I'm going to pass on the lessons I learned so you don't make the same mistake and teach it in a way that you can remember, or maybe it's actually so I can remember. Either way, we can tend to double book or overlook things in our lives, right? So here are the four steps you can take to avoid or rectify a similar situation in your life. And they all start with F. Fail, feel, flow, follow. First, fail. Yep, the first step is the fail. Not in that you need to go seek failure out or fail on purpose, but that you should be quick to recognize when you do. Why? Because failing is a sign that something is not right. And like we always say around here, awareness is the first step to growth. So admit it to yourself and even to others if need be. Start noticing when you drop the ball, when something falls through the cracks, when you feel stress, tension, or friction, or when things just feel off. Identify the fail by calling it out. Speaking of which, I want you to get a recent one in mind to use as an example. Do you have one? Good. Now you can move on to the next step. Feel. Now that you're seeing the fail clearly, you probably know what you don't want it to feel like. That's a good place to start, but let's not stay stuck there. Let's take the opportunity to ask, how would I like the situation, event, relationship, circumstance, etc., to feel? Some ideas might be easy, natural, aligned, 
peaceful, purposed? What word or words come to mind when you think about the fail that you have in mind? Remember, failure doesn't define you. It's what you do with failure that forms you. So think about the end state you want to get to and how you want this specific situation or your life in general to feel. Got your word? Good. Now you can move on to the next step, flow. So if the fail is where you don't want to be and the feel is where you do want to be, the question is, what's blocking the flow? As in, what's getting in the way and keeping things from flowing the way you want them to? Maybe it's that you don't have a system to consistently follow through, so important things get backed up or forgotten. Maybe it's that you don't have a clear plan to follow, to take one step at a time, so your time and attention is hit and miss. Maybe it's that you don't even have a focus to direct you, so you just keep going in circles and get dizzy. Or maybe it's something else. So what's blocking your flow? Like we talked about back on episode 124, Those blockages, aka distractions, might be more inside you than around you. Go back and listen to a few common ones for us as busy Christian women. So do you have an idea of what might be stopping your flow? Good. Now you can move on to the next step. Follow. To get from where you you are, whether it's where you don't want to be or not, to where you do want to be, you need a clearly laid out path to follow. Now, Don't hear me wrong. It's not that you're doomed to fail if you don't know every step from A to Z. But what would it take to get from A to B, then from B to C, and from C to D, and so on? Let me save you some fails that I've learned from the school of hard knocks. Not having a clear focus, a laid out plan, and a simple system is bound to get you in the ditch before long. You might be able to hold it all together for a little while, but with so many balls in the air, One is bound to drop soon. So identify a clear goal, lay out a plan and follow a simple system, and you'll be on track to getting there. At least as long as you keep checking in using the four steps, fail, feel, flow, follow. I failed to get all of my appointments on one calendar, double check my week even when traveling, and take care of any overlaps while ahead of time. So I recommitted to using my digital calendar that I can access from anywhere and previewing my week with my daily paper planner so I could see the possible pitfalls before it was too late. I failed to track my tasks in one place, to double check my plan and confirm that I covered all the steps. So I recommitted to using my digital task manager to break down the steps and set up time blocks in my paper planner to make sure it got the time it needed to be completed. You see, it wasn't that I didn't know what to do. It was that I had let busy creep in and got lazy about following my systems. So it was just a matter of getting back to what works and not trying to rely on my overfilled head to try to hold it all and drop the ball yet again. And did you hear me answer the age old dilemma of digital versus paper in my lesson? As my dad would often answer to a question I asked and drive me batty, the answer is yes. Yes to digital and yes to paper and yes to both, but no to none. We'll dive more into that in another episode because there's some science behind it. So for now, I'll let you decide. Are you going to say yes to digital? Yes to paper? Yes to both? Just promise me it won't be none because then 
you're likely to fail, which is not the end of the world if you have someone to help you up, right? But it still smarts a bit, so why don't we agree to help each other avoid the hole? Sound good? Good. That means I'll see you inside the Redeemer Time community. Speaking of which, I've been dropping a question inside there related to the podcast. So here is today's question. When is the time you failed, but learned from it? Come join us inside the group and share with us. Then you'll have a jump start for the five day Let's Ruthlessly Eliminate Hurry Challenge coming soon. And you'll never feel like you're alone in making the best use of your time in the midst of a really busy world. I'll see you there. But before you go, let's commit this all to the third strand that truly lifts us up when we fall. Dear Lord, thank you that you have reached out to say, I am with you. We want you to be that third strand that keeps us from being quickly broken. Thank you that you love us unconditionally, not because of what we have done to earn it or what we have not done to fail, but because of who you are and your plan of redemption to draw us to yourself because of your faithfulness. We confess that we are sinful people and we will fall short of your glory, but we also confess you as Lord and the one who we can look to to lift us up and make our hearts clean again. May we not depend solely on our own efforts or even on the efforts of others, but on what you did for us on the cross to cover all our fails for all eternity. And with each time we fail, may it be an opportunity to look to you and point others to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks for joining me in this episode. And until next time, remember, you do have all the time you need to do what he has called you to in this season and in light of eternity. Follow his example to create a rightly ordered schedule and a rightly ordered heart because you are here for such a time as this. Hey, before you go, I pray this episode blessed you, challenged you, and moved you to take action. So, what was the one thing God showed you today? I'd love to hear. So would you take a minute to leave a review on Apple Podcasts? It makes my heart smile, and that way I know you're liking the show. And it helps other busy Christian women, just like you, find real-life answers too. Speaking of which, grab the link and share this with someone you know that's been praying for a breakthrough. And don't forget to come join the after party inside the Redeem Her Time community. We're not just about knowing, we're about doing, together. Head on over to redeemhertime.com to join the community, leave a question to be featured on the podcast, schedule a free 15-minute strategy session, or all the above. Of course, I'll drop the link in the show notes because I know you're a busy girl. Look carefully then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise. Redeeming the time because the days are evil. Ephesians 5, 15 through 16. I'll see you in a few days, friend. God bless.